morning, and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Friday Roundup. We're going to do our quick review of each of our episodes this week, and hopefully it will help set you up to have a really great weekend. So let's take a look beginning back on Monday, which is always about Christian music. And this week we talked about Elevation Worship's song, Same God. It is based on Malachi chapter 6 and verse 1, which says, I, the Lord, do not change. And knowing that God does not change, that means we can look at what God has done and know that he is still able and willing to do the same things today. The power that God showed in the Old Testament, the power that Jesus displayed in the New Testament, all of that power is available to us today, and he is willing and wanting to use it. I love some of the words of this song. I'm calling on the God of David, who made a shepherd boy courageous. I may not face Goliath, but I've got my own giants. And, O God, my God, I need you. How I need you. You are the same God. You moved in power then. God, you move in power now. You are the same God. And, God, I will lift you up because I need you. Oh, how I need you now. The God of power and of miracles that we read about in the Bible is the same God who is alive today. And no matter what we face in our lives, there is nothing that is too great for our God to help us. On Tuesday, we had an episode called Violet vs. the Sea. Violet Jessup was nicknamed Miss Unsinkable. Over a period of six years in the early 1900s, she worked for the White Star Line of ships based out of England. During those few years, she survived a mid-ocean collision of two large ships, as well as the sinking of two ocean liners, including the HMS Titanic. Yet those disasters never stopped her from continuing to work on the ships. In fact, she worked almost her entire life for the White Star Line in one capacity or another. This is a story of a lady who faced multiple disasters in her life. The kinds of things that many of us would make us run away from being involved in anything even close to it after that. Yet Violet kept working for this company because she loved what she was doing. And miraculously, every time there was a disaster at sea, she survived. Some people would call her lucky, but I don't believe in luck. I believe that God is continually working behind the scenes in the lives of people to protect them from the things that they face. And I also believe that every day in our lives, that no matter what we're doing, where we're going, we're driving to work, we're going to the grocery store, we're taking the kids to baseball practice, whatever it is that we're doing, I believe that God works out for us places and times and things that protect us from the disasters that could happen to us. Just think for a moment. That last time that you were getting ready to take the kids to baseball practice, but something happened. A phone call came in or something took place where all of a sudden you couldn't get away as early as you wanted to. And you got frustrated because you were afraid of being late. Did you ever think that maybe you were late getting away because God was keeping you from being involved in something that could have been disastrous to you, something that could have harmed you and your children, and he allowed what seemed to be an inconvenience to delay you or reroute you so that you would not be harmed? I believe that God does that, and I know that God's hand is on us, and he cares for us. 
Psalm 91 and verse 3 tells us He will keep you safe from all hidden dangers and from all deadly diseases. God is working in us and for us and around us all the time, and there is so much that He does that we don't even recognize or see. So the next time that you are delayed or you have to take a detour or things don't work out exactly the way you want to, don't get frustrated with it. Tell Him, thank you, Lord. I'm delayed today because I know this was part of your plan for me today. You never know. He may have done that to save your life. Wednesday's episode was called Wise Words. It's the story of a Jewish slave girl who was owned by a Syrian military leader named Naaman. Naaman, it turns out, had leprosy. 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 3 tells us this part of the story. One day, this young servant said to her mistress, I wish that my master could go to the prophet who lives in Samaria. He would cure him of this disease. When Naaman heard of this, he went to the king and told him what the girl had said. And the king said, Go to the king of Israel and take this letter to him. And eventually, Naaman wound up getting instructions from Elisha about how to be healed. Although he didn't like those instructions, he finally followed them, and he was indeed healed. But it was the impact of this young woman, the boldness of this young woman, who was a slave, who was a captive, who made the difference in Naaman's life. The Syrians did not understand or believe in the God of Israel. But yet this young woman spoke up and said, My God and the prophet of my God can do a miracle in your husband's life. This young woman's boldness and her belief in her God allowed her to make a huge difference in the life of someone else. Yesterday's episode was called, Whose Child Are You? Ben Cooper was born to a single mother and grew up in East Tennessee during the 1950s. Being the child of an unwed mother, Ben experienced a lot of rejection and gossip from the locals. In fact, most of the community would not let their children even play with Ben. But then one day when he was 12 years old, he heard that there was a new preacher that had come to town. Word spread quickly about this young preacher's powerful message and the charisma of the man. So Ben decided to attend a Sunday service. For the first few weeks, he arrived at the church late and left early, so he didn't have to interact with any of the locals who had scorned and gossiped about him and his mother. But then one Sunday, the preacher gave a sermon that spoke so strongly to them that he forgot to leave early. And then when it was over, he was stuck in the throng of people exiting the church. As he was trying to get out quickly, he felt a hand on his shoulder, and he turned around to see the young preacher looking at him. "'Whose boy are you?' the preacher asked loudly. And everyone stopped moving and stood silently. The preacher then smiled and said, I know who you are. I can see the family resemblance. You are a child of God. John chapter 1 and verse 12 tells us that to all who believe him and accept him, he gave the right to become children of God. We are all part of God's family. And who our parents are or who our family is while we are here on this earth really is not as significant to our future as who our Heavenly Father is. Because when we commit our lives to Christ, we now belong to a new family, a greater family, the family of God, a family that will be together throughout all eternity. It's been a good week, my friends, a really good week, some great stories that I love, and I hope that you've enjoyed them as well. But now the weekend is here one more time. So we have some extra days off to do the things that we want to do, to do some gardening or going to the beach or starting a vacation, spending some time with family. But I encourage you to make sure that you don't neglect God during your weekend. Get to church if you can. Spend some time in God's Word. 
and let him continue to feed and bless you and to show his love to you. Have a great weekend, my friends, and we will talk to you all again on Monday. Thank you for joining us today, and I invite you to join us every Monday to Friday right here at Starting Right with Danny Mack.